Welcome to Origin Gate's daily podcast called Wisdom's Echo. This is Grant Mahoney and I'd like to share an insight of the day. And what I wanted to talk about today is I want to look at prayer, but I want to look at it from the ancient Celtic church. And I'm going to be using a few prayers out of a book called The Prayers from the Ancient Celtic Church, which is one of my favorite books and I highly recommend that you get it. You can get it on Kindle or I think you can buy it in paperback. Um, one of the things when I when I begin to look at the, the saints of old, especially the Celtic saints, is they had a level of dominion that we don't seem to walk in. And they also had the miraculous just happening around them consistently. And I think one of the, the keys that they functioned is was the fact that they valued prayer so much. It was like they couldn't exist or they couldn't function had they not spent their time in prayer in the mornings or in the evenings or whenever it was, they had this continuous um, communication with the Lord. And I think we've lost that in the modern church today. I think prayers like almost been put on a back burner, especially in our circles of the mystic circles. We all want these incredible experiences and so we chase after the experience and we forget the communion that we should be having with the Father. And this was something that I believe was key to the dominion and the power and the miraculous that they actually walked in. You know, we desire to function like they did, but we don't want to spend the time in actually building a relationship and getting to know the Trinity the way they knew the Father and the Son and the Holy Ghost. And so, to me, prayer is something that is so important and something that is so desperately needed in this day and age. And um, if we want to have those experiences and we want to walk in dominion then we've got to get back to the the ancient path of prayer you know the word says that we we, are, we are, I'm not looking for a new path I'm looking for the ancient paths and one of those ancient paths one of those ancient keys is actually prayer and so I want to have a look at some of these prayers and maybe just dissect them a little bit because some of them are absolutely incredible when you look at the power that's in these prayers and one of my favorites is St. Patrick, and I've, been, I've studied St. Patrick for many years, and he is just an absolutely incredible man. The power and dominion that he walked in was unbelievable, and I, I don't know if there's ever been anyone else like him with the, the kind of government that he carried. Wherever he went, he had a strategy, and his strategy was to change the kings because he understood that if he could change the powers that were in place, if he could introduce them to Christ, then all that followed that power would um, would come to Christ. And so his strategy was very important and he had no fear whatsoever. That was one of the things that was very unique about St. Patrick is he had absolutely no fear and he understood who he was as a son of Yahweh. And so one of his most famous prayers is what we know as St. Patrick's breastplate or the deer's cry. And so I want to I want to read it and I was having a, a talk to a friend of mine, Ray Hughes, and many of you may know him. And, and the prayer starts with the I arise today. That's how it's been modernized and we've used that terminology. But if you look at the original, it doesn't say I arise today. It says I bind myself today. And so I want to read it in that context as we look at that and understand that the, the terminology of binding, it's actually you tying yourself to God. You're binding yourself to him so that you cannot, so, so there cannot be a, a um, an awareness from him so you're constantly connected to him and so this is how the prayer goes it says I bind myself today through a mighty strength to the invocation of the Trinity through belief in the threeness through confession of the oneness of the creator of creation so it starts off with him engaging with Yahweh acknowledging the Trinity acknowledging the oneness of God acknowledging him as creator then he goes and he says I bind myself today to the strength of Christ's birth and his baptism 
to the strength of his crucifixion and his burial, to the strength of his resurrection and his ascension, and to the strength of his descent for the judgment of doom. Isn't that powerful? So he's binding himself to Christ and he acknowledges all those different milestones in the walk that Christ had and he binds himself to those. Then he goes and he says, I bind myself today to the strength of the love of cherubim, in the obedience of angels, in the service of archangels, in the hope of the resurrection to meet with reward, in the prayers of the patriarchs, in the predictions of the prophets, in the preaching of the apostles, in the faith of confessors, in the innocence of holy virgins, in the deeds of righteous men. I bind myself today to the strength of heaven, to the light of the sun, to the radiance of the moon, to the whiteness of snow, to the splendor of fire, to the speed of lightning, to the swiftness of wind, to the depth of the sea, to the stability of the earth, to the firmness of the rock. And what he's doing here, he's acknowledging all of God's creation. He's acknowledging the angelic. He's acknowledging all of his creation and the power that is is in his creation and he's binding himself to that power he's saying that without all of this i am nothing without myself binding myself to all of this i'm nothing and i need the power of everything that yahweh has created because if you think about it everything is inside of you and me and so he's acknowledging that even may he maybe he didn't even have that understanding but in his prayer life he certainly had that understanding and then he goes i bind myself today to god's strength to pilot me to God's power to sustain me, to God's wisdom to guide me, to God's eye to look before me, to God's ear to hear me, to God's word to speak for me, to God's hand to guard me, to God's path to go before me, to God's shield to protect me, to God's host to save me, from snares of devils, from temptations of vices, from allurements of nature, from everyone who shall wish me ill afar and near, alone or in a crowd. So yeah, we have him beginning to acknowledge Yahweh and acknowledge that, and this is something I, I think we don't do enough today, we don't acknowledge that we are really nothing without Yahweh, without His grace, without His mercy, He has saved us, we are all wretched sinners and He saved us and He begins to acknowledge the strength of God to pilot Him, to sustain Him, to guide Him, God's eye to look before Him, so what He's saying is, I want to find myself in Yahweh so that everything I do is out of that place of being in God and then he talks about all those things, God's host to save him, God's shield to protect him. And then he says of those things, the different things, the snares of devils, the temptations of vices, the allurements of nature. From everyone who shall wish me ill, afar and near, alone or in a crowd. So he begins to engage all those things. And then he says, I summon today all these powers to stand between me and every cruel and merciless power that may oppose my body and soul against incantations of false prophets, against black laws of paganism, against false laws of heretics, against deceit of idolatry, against spells of witches and smiths and wizards, against every knowledge that corrupts man's body and soul, Christ to shield me today against poison, against burning, against drowning, against wounding, so that there may come to me an abundance of reward. I mean, isn't that powerful? So be, just by reading that, you can understand what this man faced, all these things coming against him. But he summons today the powers of Yahweh to stand between him and all those things. And, so, and then he ends that. So he says, so that there may come to me an abundance of reward. And then he goes, Christ with me, Christ before me, Christ behind me, Christ in me, Christ beneath me, Christ above me. Christ on my right, Christ on my left, Christ when I lie down, Christ when I sit down, Christ when I arise, Christ in the heart of everyone who thinks of me, Christ in the mouth of everyone who speaks of me, Christ in every eye that sees me, Christ in every ear that hears me. 
I bind myself today to the mighty strength, the invocation of the Trinity, through belief in the threeness, through the confession of the oneness of the Creator of creation. Salvation belongs to the Lord. Salvation belongs to the Lord. Christ is salvation. May your salvation, O Lord, be with me always. I mean, that is just so powerful. His whole life was surrounded by Christ. And I think the reason he was able to say that with such conviction and such power, because we could, it was evident in his walk, was because of prayer, because he spent this time with the, with the Father consistently. And I think we really need to get into that place where we can engage with God. I love taking this prayer and saying it. And I don't do it every day, not like some religious practice. But when I remember and I take it and I begin to read through it and I begin to say it, it, just, it sort of fires me up. It makes me excited about what's coming and, and where we're going. And, and it, makes, it rekindles the fire inside of me just to love on Yahweh, just to love on the Trinity and just to fall in love with all of them again. And so it's something that we just don't do enough. The other prayer I want to read, it's called St. Patrick's Rune. And this is what it says. It says, At Tara today, in this fateful hour. Now, if you have to understand, Tara was the place where Patrick first came back to Ireland after he was kidnapped and he had escaped. The hill of Tara was where he lit a fire on what was known as um, the Feast of Samhain, which is where we get Halloween from. And the king of, um, the high king of Ireland, King Larry, who was based in Dublin, saw this fire. And the, the law was, which Patrick wasn't aware of, that the first fire to be lit was the king's fire. Now suddenly he lights this fire and it really ticks the king off. And so the king sends several of his soldiers and his high druid to go and confront whoever this person was um, on the hill of Tara. And this is the prayer that came out of that. It says, At Tara today in this fateful hour, place all heaven with its powers, and the sun with its brightness, and the snow with its whiteness, and the fire with all the strength it hath, and the lightning with its rapid wrath, and the winds with their swiftness along their path, and the sea with its deepness, and the rocks with their steepness, and the earth with its starkness, all these I place by God's almighty help and grace between myself and the powers of darkness. And it's not known whether he said that prayer when he saw them coming, after they came. I'm guessing it was when he saw them coming. And and as the story goes, as, as the story is told, the soldiers and these and the high druid came to confront Patrick, and one of the druids slapped Patrick, and Patrick got so angry, and he was like, "How dare this man touch me? I am a son of the Most High God." And he said, "Father, lift him up and strike him down dead." And suddenly, this man shot into the air, 30 feet into the air, and he came down and hit a, his head on a stone and was killed instantly. And this freaked all the soldiers out and the other druids out because they understood the power that Patrick was functioning in. And, and it was out of that encounter that they went back and they spoke to the king. And the king's heart was really hard and he did not want to submit to this. And then what happened was, as the story goes, the king's children died in the river Liffey. They both drowned. And he said to Patrick, if you can raise my children from the dead, then I will serve your God. And what I understand, it was two weeks after they had drowned that Patrick rose him from the dead. And that's how the beginning of this, the start of Ireland became the first nation on earth where the whole nation was born again and served the Lord. And if you read the stories, it is just, it is so powerful. And I want to take these last few minutes to just, um, there's a prayer that I want us to look at. It, I just find this such a powerful, powerful prayer. And it's it's all about, um, about, sin really and forgiveness and confessing our sin 
and and it's a bit of a long prayer but man it is so powerful so if you I'd like to end with this. And so it says, O God, my almighty God, humbly I adore you. You are the King of kings and the Lord of lords. You are the judge of all the earth. You are the redeemer of souls. You are the liberator of the faithful. You are the hope of those who labor. You are the comforter of the downcast. You are the way for those who wander. You are the teacher of the nations. You are the maker of all creatures. You are the lover of everything good. You are the prince of all virtue. You are the praise of your saints. You are life eternal. You are joy and truth. You are rejoicing in our eternal homeland. You are light from light. You are the font of holiness. You are the glory of God the Father in the highest. You are the Savior of the world. You are the fullness of the Holy Spirit. You sit at the right hand of the Father, ruling on His throne forever. I ask you for forgiveness of all my sins, my God, Jesus Christ. You do not want any to perish, but want all to be saved and come to the knowledge of the truth. You, the mouth of God, holy and pure, have spoken it. On that day you converted me. You made the sinner live life and not die. I turn to you and cry to you, my God, with all my heart and wish now to confess to you all my sins. My debts are many and are without number. I confess to you, O Lord, my God, that I have sinned against you. I have sinned against heaven and earth before you and before the company of angels and before the company of all your saints. I have sinned by neglecting your commands and following my own. I have sinned by my pride and by envy. I have sinned by stubbornness and greed. I've sinned by arrogance and malice. I've sinned by adultery and gluttony. I've sinned by false testimony and by hating others. I've sinned by theft and by robbery. I've sinned by blasphemy and by the desire of the flesh. I've sinned by drunkenness and by laziness. I've sinned by disputing and by quarrels. I've sinned by false oaths and by anger. I've sinned by finding my joy in the world and in empty things. I've sinned by the cleverness of my own mind. I've sinned by my pain and my grumbling. I've sinned with my eyes and my ears. I have sinned with my nose and my mouth. I've sinned with my hands and my feet. I've sinned with my tongue and my throat. I've sinned with my neck and my chest. I've sinned with my heart and my thoughts. I've sinned with my bone and my flesh. I've sinned with my marrow and my kidneys. I've sinned with my spirit and my body. If now there would be your judgment over me for the many sins I've committed, how could I stand? But I have in you a high priest. I confess my sins to you, my God. You are the one without sin. I pray to you, Lord God, by your passion and by the sign of your cross and by the shedding of your blood, which you yourself gave for the forgiveness of all sins. I pray to you, Lord my God, Jesus Christ, do not repay me for my sins, but according to your great mercy, teach me, O Lord, according to the indulgence of your justice and mercy. I entreat you, Almighty God, to put your love and fear in me and stir up in me repentance of my sins and tears for the sake of your name. Make me remember your commands and help me O God erase my iniquities from your sight and do not turn away from my prayer do not cast me away from your presence my God and do not abandon me but confirm in me your will teach me what I ought to do or say or touch defend me O Lord my God against all my enemies visible and invisible O Lord my God defend me against the spears of the devil and against the angels of hell who suggest and teach me much evil. Do not forsake me, O Lord my God, and do not leave your poor servant, but help me, O Lord my God, and make your teaching complete in me. Teach me your will, for you are my teacher and my God, who reigns forever and ever. Amen. And this is from the book of Sir in this prayer. So I bless you guys today, and I really hope that you got something out of this, and that your prayer life is going to improve, and that you're going to know Yahweh like Patrick, St. Patrick knew him. Bless you.